Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Semi-Organized Chaos. We're back. We're back. I'm Keisha Pettit. I'm Simon Bags. This is our second ever episode. Bear with us on this podcast. We talk about pop culture, relationships, and the world's weirdest news. Coming up today, uh, we are going to write Keisha's dating app bio. Uh, also, I went to a therapist, or I've been going to a therapist, going to dive into that, get a little bit serious on today's show, uh, as well as the weirdest way to get pregnant, and guess who is involved? The Kardashians. All that and a whole heap more coming up on today's podcast. Let's get into the chaos. As you know, I am recently uh, completely single. (laughs) 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 It it sounded like half – no, no, completely. Completely. I'm kind of – Well, there's different stages. Like there's seeing someone, there's dating, there's like – you know, completely single. There's completely in a proper relationship. You see, I don't have that. I've, no, because you're married. No, 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 I know that. But like when I was in my dating days, it was either on or off. Anyway, <sighs> I'm back to being very single. Yeah. And I do you have, need to talk to me about something here? Like, I do need a bit of advice, mm. but I have re-downloaded a dating app, which. It's a weird feeling when you kind of, you know, you got to set up the profile and answer all the questions and put the pictures up. And mm. for me, weird situation because I have quite like a sarcastic, dark sense of humor. Mm. And I don't know whether putting that, like putting my actual personality on a dating app would do me any wonders, you know? Well, it, I think you could, you know, you can only try. You can only try, <laughs> which is exactly what I've been doing for the past couple of days. And I think I might need your help, like, mixing right. it up a little. Okay. Because I look like a basic bitch, and a lot mm. of what I do in my life would be classified in that category. But So why don't you just say that? Because I am Because I don't want to be like every other girl on the app, because here's the problem. They're probably hotter. No, but like, what, be real as well. Like, guys love, like, when you're real. And straight up, right? So why don't you do, like, the... Bunnings warehouse type scenario, right? Where you go, you know how like they'll beat every deal by ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> you just say, "Look, I'm like every other bitch, right?" <laughs> this is wildly no, good advice, no, right? Like, 
Sorry, I, and by the way, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to say bitch. I meant to say basic bitch and I just forgot the word basic. So I'm like every other basic bitch. <laughs> I'll just beat them by 10%. I'll beat them by 10%. Because that just blows. Ge- that's well, fucking genius. Well, because it blows everyone out of the water. Like think about it. Every time you go to a mite of 10 and in your mind, you know that Bunnings will beat it by 10%. This is why I came if to I'm you. swiping past and going, hang on. This chick is saying she's like every other girl I've dated, but 10% better. <laughs> By saying you're going to beat it by 10%, does that mean, mean you're 10% better or is it 10% less? No, well, you are cheaper. Yeah, cheaper. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should say, but I'll be cheaper by 10%. Maybe that can be my ceiling point. All right, I'm going to take this advice on, but I've also realised through swiping, which by the way, mild, not even mildly, this is pretty horrifically embarrassing. On your first date, so I got Hinge. I, don't, I can only do one at once. I can't do more than one. Too many things going on in my brain. One app you on mean f- or one guy? One app. Oh. <laughs> I ran out of likes. <laughs> you my, ran out of likes? First, you, know what that, you know what? That paints the picture really clearly. On my first okay, date. I'm picturing Saturday night. You furiously flicking through everyone, <laughs> giving them all likes, and then you run out and you're like, ugh. I swear to God I'd only liked like four people's profiles. Okay. And when it came up with no more likes today, you have to pay to get more, I was oh, like – where they get you. I, and you know what? I also think the algorithm, they've got it figured out. The people they presented me with on my first day on Hinge – were the hottest specimens of men that I have ever seen. I contemplated paying for it. I was like, these dudes are like an elite. Right, and then then you pay and get all the pogs from like, you know, Blacktown. Mm, I think I'm onto them. I think (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, I'm just going to upload it right now. Going to beat everything by 10%. No, hang on. Why don't I have a crack? Let's go through the guys. Give me the app. Oh, shit. Okay. There we go. And then I get to choose the guys that you're going to – oh, Nick. You I, can't you, name them. Mate, you didn't even reply to Michael. Michael's just hanging there waiting for a message return. Edward, do you know, do you know David. You can't name these people. I'm going to have to block Josh, it all out. Harry. Okay, you God, can stop scrolling. These are basic names, aren't they? Okay. Can you stop scrolling? Uh, no, okay. I don't want to hear No. Pass me my phone. Pass me my phone. I don't want you to reply to them. I'm not going to reply. Don't open my conversation. I'll be really embarrassed. This is a trust game. I've already – got my tail between my legs. I don't trust you on my dating Why would apps. you not trust me? Because I don't want you Look reading these what eyes. I've <laughs> Those beady eyes. Look at them. Not beady eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to your profile. I'm going to go to the part. Oh, great. This is what I want. I want to go to the part where oh, we're... Oh, he's s- cute. So should I select him? This is what I want. I want to be able to go through and... No, I'm okay at this part. I know. I'm okay at looking at them. You just don't want me to see how fucked up you are and what you write to no, blokes. I, think, I get it, mate. Yeah, yeah, good. that's true. Yeah, that's okay. true. All right, here we go. Um, now, how do I tell How do I tell him? Who's this? Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> how do I that's tell... That's a good picture with a dog. <laughs> how do I Lots tell... Lots of dogs. Oh, how... my God, there's so many pictures with fish. Far You know what I had? Out. I had... When I was dating, this is like seven years ago, photo of me at Dreamworld, right, <laughs> with the tigers. <laughs> That's what I thought was hot. Now, okay, ready? Yeah, no. Shut up. That's a red flag now. That's a serious red flag. That's like an immediate left. A photo with yeah, tigers. Yeah, but back in those days. Was no it one, okay then? No one was saying were you how just shit unaware? that was. But what I kept very quiet once everyone started ripping on those guys, I was like, I never did that. No, never. never. Did you ever have a, pi- a picture with a fish? Because that's really common. No, nah, I've never had a Big fish. picture with a fish. Oh, like, Self- like, like as in a quarter fish? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Lots of those. No, just Did a chained ever- up tiger. 
So do I send him a like? Yeah, but you meant to write something. I think. Hot. No, don't write hot. <laughs> Dad! Oh, my God, Simon. Yeah. Do you, uh, you see that stuff about uh, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker? No, what happened? I mean, for starters, they've gotten married like three or four times in the last month or so. Yeah. Getting a bit, you know, a bit thirsty for the media attention. But this one, this one actually did have me. On the latest episode of their TV show, Courtney was instructed, her and Travis have been trying to get pregnant and they've been documenting the story of like, you know, all the problems they're going through with infertility and sure. whatnot, which is actually yeah. like quite heartbreaking. And yeah. I'm not making a joke about that. Mm. What I am making a joke about, and I'm very happy to pull to pieces, is the fact that one of her, let's put this in Air Bunny's doctors, has recommended that she drinks Travis's semen four times a week. Um, He's told her it will help her improve her thyroid levels, which I would just like to make very clear to all of our 10 listeners, not medically supported, (laughs) no scientific reviews on whether that's actually the case, but a doctor has told her to be drinking her semen four times a week. I'm just trying to picture, like, you know, when you're sitting at the doctor's surgery and there's, like, the doctor there who's giving advice, hey, mate, you need to take this or take that or blah, blah, blah. Could lose a couple kilos, ring your blood pressure. Okay, mate, let's not get personal here. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But anyway, look, I think that's such a creepy scenario because you're, like, first of all, you're in a room, right, on your own, and he's like, you know what I think you should do? (laughs) He says it in this tone as well, right? You know what I think you should do? You should. Give a few BJs. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I actually just nearly vomited in my mouth at the thought. Do you know what I mean? Four times a week. But do you feel like that that doctor is just a bit fucked up and just wants to say some fucked up shit to her because he's like, oh, well, I just want to picture. I don't like. What, what? I mean, look, their relationship. It, it, it can't be. It's it's it's. I'm not a doctor. I just want to throw it out there. <laughs> Aren't you? But. You can't get pregnant that way. Full stop, right? So, so like, what the Simon's f- like, I did that class in sex ed. Mate, I know, I know this. Grade five, right? So here's the thing. Grade five? Where the fuck did you grow up? Rabina High, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning early because I had to. Yeah, everyone, everyone, young, yeah. Lots of like young parents on the Gold Coast. Gold Coast, yeah. mate. Everyone getting loose. Anyway, yeah. So what a fucking creep of a doctor. Yeah, look, I can't imagine them sitting down in a normal doctor's office and being like, oh, hey, you know, you're calling the patient's name. Like, they're like two they're, of the biggest celebrities in the world. He's from- the <laughs> 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 uh, Look, the thing that you got to do is you just got to be drinking semen four times a week. Well, it pisses me off because Courtney used to be the one that was like, she was always a bit quirky, but she was pretty normal in comparison to the rest of the family. And now mm. since she's been on this relationship with Travis, she's just turned into a, like, she's just getting a bit fucking bonkers. She's getting a bit weird. I'm just trying to think of another scenario that could have played out here, right? Mm. Did Travis go to the doctor's <laughs> surgery a week before and go, hey, bro. Oh, yeah, I'll slip you a 50. <laughs> I'll slip you a 50. This is all you got to do. So. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I, um, I, I'm doing therapy at the moment for probably the, like, the last – I know you want to laugh. I'm not, I don't want to laugh no, at all. I can see you want to laugh. I actually You're don't. smiling. I'm genuinely so happy to hear this. Oh, it sounds like you know that I needed to have it. You know what? I actually genuinely think that the tides have turned even on the word therapy. Mm. And, and like not to get too deep or anything like that, but a long time ago you used to like, it was, oh, you got to go to therapy. Like you're a bit crazy up there. Mm. It was one of the best things I ever did. Mm. I now have a bit of a joke that like we don't date boys that haven't been to therapy. <laughs> it's like we've right. all got shit done back. Yeah. And I, uh, I didn't realise like how much shit I had to unpack as well, right? Like you go to a therapist and I've been going for like probably the last 10 weeks now, just every, every Wednesday or Thursday night. Was there a reason that you thought like, oh, I probably need to go and do yeah. this? Yeah, uh, I started a new job and I was suffering from um, imposter syndrome mm-hmm. where I was like, fuck, what am I doing here? I'm not even supposed to be in this job. Like what is this kind of thing, right? Mm. And for anyone who doesn't know what imposter syndrome is, it's kind of like a bit of a weird phenomenon where uh, you are maybe in a position of your life or a job that you hold and, and you're kind of there and you wonder like when someone's going to come and knock on the door and go, mate. You're terrible. You're not meant to be here. Yeah. Like, you're not meant to be here. You're not good enough. Can you give us your pass back? Get the fuck out of our office kind of thing. Yeah, and that's, that was the some of the stuff that was rolling around in my mm-hmm. mind because I left an industry after 22 years and went into a new industry. And so that's where I was, it was coming from. So it triggered off, hey, I probably should just get some things in place just to work out what's really going on. And, of course, we start out with, hey, this is what I'm feeling. And then we end up with, how was your childhood? <laughs> And I'm like, always, why? it's always why? childhood. Yeah, it's all, and like even if I say that you have a relatively like healthy family dynamic. Don't no, you? no, not at all. And, <laughs> and <laughs> no, yeah. g'day, mum, if you're listening. But the um, <laughs> thanks no, for fucking me up. No, no, my my mum is fantastic. But yeah, I I was going fairly well through the whole series of chats. But the last one was the the chat where I had to. I had to stop talking and my therapist didn't help um, because I was starting to cry, but I didn't want to. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, so the, I guess that would have happened. And then I was like this. And I'm, I'm thinking, fucking say something. Like, you need to like do the, right? do, do the little breast, do the little right? breast. Don't, don't and she wouldn't say anything. And I'm thinking, fucking talk. And, and, uh, and so I'm sitting there just in silence going. <laughs> <laughs> And she knows. She knows. She knows. She's if leaving I me there on my own, right? If and I'm I like, leave this gap. Yeah, we're about to have a breakdown. Right? But breakdown can mean breakthrough. And it was. It was a real breakthrough. But just that she just left me there, <laughs> just to be in it. And I was like, "Fucking Jesus left Christ!" Left to dry. Yeah. And I'm like, look, basically, it was just a a scenario when I was you know when I was raised, which I have a lot of. I've got a lot of guilt. Because okay. I didn't step in and do anything, you know? Yeah. And so... I think, like, getting deep. I think mm. that it, when you become an adult, and I, there are these couple of pivotal moments, especially when you are going through therapy, I think that mm. that's when you really start to unpack it and understand it. Yeah. When you realise that not only were your parents, like, they were just doing the best that they could totally. most of the time. Yeah. I think when you realise, oh, when you're a kid, you think everything your parents do, they are the most perfect person in the world. Right. I had matching tracksuits with my dad. I had, we had handmade the, dresses. But by your mum? <laughs> yes. Like how? But how cool? 
you know, like, like how nice is it to think of now, right? You're like, fuck, that's cool. Totally. Right. But when you become a, like at a certain point of your adulthood, you realize that they're actually deeply flawed humans. Yeah. And some of the stuff that they left you with ha- really has impacted you for the rest of your life. Yes. One of the areas um, that we spoke about was my mum at 40. She went deaf. And so it was a real pain in our family because, you know, my mum was really frustrated. We didn't have a lot of money at the time, so we couldn't really, you know, pay for hearing aids and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But my defence mechanism, and this is one of the things that the therapist has spoken to me about a bit, but was always to turn things into funny, to to lighten everything up in the the house because it was quite a hard, you know, two years. Mm -hmm. And so when I was explaining to um, the therapist about this area, I said, you know, she said, oh, so what was it like in the house? And I said, oh, well, look, this is, what, this is how I explained it. I said, well, look, you know, my brother and I would be sitting there at the, you know, the kitchen table or, you know, maybe on the lounge and, and you know, we might say to mum, hey, um, hey, mum, could you pass us the tomato sauce? And she'd say, what did you say? As if we'd said something really bad. And all we'd said was, hey, like, mum, can you pass the tomato sauce? But because she couldn't hear, she was just always so worried that we were always say, saying something bad about her. So it was just this... Like, it was like an anxiety in her mind. Egg, yeah, and an eggshells kind of situation that we were in. But I saw the funny in that. The fact that, like, we're just two kids like, hey, mum, like, we love you. And she was like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? <laughs> like, yeah, so <laughs> like, it was just this, like... <laughs> just kind of, humor <laughs> became a total defence mechanism. Right? Yeah, and I just... That's how I dealt with it all, by making light of that situation. See, I think that there's actually something beautiful about that, though, because, like, isn't that saying if you don't laugh, you'll cry? I guess the problem and the thing that got me, though, in the therapy was we were in a a two-story house and the result over the time, because this period went on for maybe four years, maybe a bit longer, because I would have been maybe 14, 13, 14. My brother would have been 11. My dad put a TV downstairs that had teletext on it like that she could read and then the TV upstairs was like this other TV that we had in the house. Um, and so my brother, my dad and I would sit upstairs and watch TV and my mum would sit alone downstairs watching TV. And just that image for me, I went right back to being in that house. Mm. And that's the guilt. Yeah. That I, there's, I don't want to explain too much more than that, but that probably explains that scenario of how that would have played out in our family mm. that I feel very, very shit about. I'm really proud of you for like – speaking about these kind of things quite openly. I think there is definitely a stigma associated, particularly with men, with like going to therapy. It's viewed as something a little bit like not as masculine or something like that, which I really think that we need to change. And you need a therapist that you get. Totally. And they get you. Totally. You know? Very important. But it's so crazy that like you went to your therapist initially because you were like, oh, think I'm sensing like a little bit of imposter syndrome which by the way I actually uh, I work on another podcast it's called not an overnight success and basically the whole premise of it is that we talk to super successful people about Mm. their personal lives Mm -hmm. we always start with the childhood Mm. I don't think there is one person that we have spoken to on that pod that has not said I have so much imposter syndrome Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman yeah 
one of the biggest movie stars but in the some, world and you hear was this. like yeah. I have I wonder I honestly was I'm on stage of an, a massive award show some of the biggest in the world yeah. and I'm standing there going what the fuck am I doing here hosting this but you know I mean that's a, yeah you realize that everyone has it right but I mean mm. you say Hugh Jackman scenario there you, you you kind of get it right but I had it when I sat down in my new job opened my laptop and went what the fuck do I even do but this is what I mean. I think that like every person has a level of it. And I don't know whether it's just because we've been told to keep ourselves humble. The Oscars. <laughs> He's just turning his laptop on. <laughs> on this podcast, we talk about pop culture, relationships and the world's weirdest news. And today you've got some news stories for me and it's my job to unpack whether they're true or not. Yes. Okay. See how you go with these. First headline for you today, Keisha Pettit, Catholic Exorcist complained too many possessed people to handle. Oh, too many people. I mean, after COVID. (laughs) After the hot girl summer. uh, I reckon that's true. A Vatican-approved religious university in Rome held an exorcism course with 120 participants. They had 120 people turn up for an exorcism course? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, A survey from a Vatican-approved religious university in Rome found that Catholic exorcists feel overworked and under-supported by bishops, according to the Times of London. Uh, Imagine the HR department. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like just the line outside HR. Do you know what I'm actually going to say about Catholic priests in the Vatican? Whoa. Not their biggest HR problem. yes. Not their biggest one. Totally. I mean, being burnt out from exorcists, probably lower down the list. (laughs) News story number two. Someone stole Seth Green's bored ape, which was supposed to star in his new show. (laughs) Who is Seth Green? You know, the guy out of um, uh, Austin Powers. Oh, no. Dr. Evil's son? No, sorry. <laughs> I haven't seen any you of haven't the seen Austin, Austin Powers. No, and we've spoken about this. I haven't seen any movies, so I like miss a lot of the references. Well, the actor has been pleading on Twitter with Darkwing84, who bought his ape from a scammer to return it. Wait, sorry. Someone stole his ape. <laughs> I mean, and then there's been an online black market bargain mate. for the animal. Actor and producer Seth Green was robbed of several NFTs. Oh, so it's not even a real ape. I don't get the things with NFTs. I mean, like, I understand. Digital, mate, digital. It's, I understand it's cool to own something that no one else owns. Mm. But I don't get how screenshotting it mm. is different. You want the original, mate. But, like, is it an original if it's sent to you as a file? How is that any different to screenshotting something and sending it to someone? Mate, you are talking to a guy that has no idea. <laughs> But I just don't. I like. I, it's sh- here's it's the thing. thing. Do you, do you, know what do I do you want me to is? send you a photo of me in front of the Mona Lisa, <laughs> or do you want me to rob the Louvre? And st- <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. Do you know what I actually think? NFTs are really good for funneling drug money. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, art has been used. And whether people recognise this or not, I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure that the authorities are actually onto it. It's been used to funnel money around, right? Because how do you put a price on what someone is willing to pay for a piece of art? Totally. Now they've just found a way to make it into a digital platform and it's an NFT. I saw a thing last week about Bella um, Hadid. Yeah. She wanted to sell like a thousand, uh, sorry, 11,000 or something like that, NFTs of her own body. Mm. And I was like, okay, babe, but you're a supermodel. So those photos already exist Literally everywhere. Not the originals, though, mate. <laughs> That's what everyone wants. But like, is a th- and they want to put it in their in their fake digital warehouse. 
Did that, is that a thing? I don't You've got know. digital okay, world. Okay, look, if you're coming to this podcast for NFT chat, this is not the place for you. We've got no fucking idea what we're talking about. I've got no clue, but I do find it. It's pretty interesting. It is world. interesting. There's a lot of people getting rich mm. and good on them. All right, new story number three for you, Keisha Pettit. Jimi Hendrix, do you know him? Uh, musician, yeah. Yep. Is Jim- he a guitarist? Yeah. Jimi Hendrix, penis cast to be displayed in Iceland's penis museum. Oh, I mean, it's of all the things that they would choose to make of someone who was a famous musician, is there a reason that, like, was he known for his penis? Mm. Was that, like, a thing that mm. people focused on? I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of a <laughs> lot of people were focused on his penis. Uh, I mean, it sounds a bit outlandish, but maybe it's true. It is true. A cast of Jimi Hendrix member made by the late Cynthia Plastercaster Abertron is to be unveiled at the Iceland Phological Museum. Phological, that sounds <laughs> dirty. It just imagine a museum just full of penises. I don't know if we need that. I don't like Is I that what it is? Yeah, yeah, that would wow. be exactly what it was. I don't know. I mean, sure. A lot of Rome built off of statues of like giant guys with tiny penises. Like what is that? But always big blokes. Who's the person going and being like, no, it wasn't actually like that. It actually bent to the left a little more. Like yeah, and slightly also, like, more on the end. Yeah. <laughs> if if someone was doing that of me, like I just I'll be straight up, like Tiny not, penis. T- <laughs> fucking so microscopic, right? <laughs> but the thing is, right? If I if someone was painting me or doing me nude, right, I'd be like, guys, put a bit of mayo on the old dude. Yeah. You know, like, slip him, you'd yeah, slip him yeah, right. a little bit of pocket like, change. Goes, you know what? You've made me look like it's really cold outside. Whack <laughs> it up for everyone to see. Like, who the fuck said yes to that? You got approval, don't you? I don't know why they would make it of someone who had died in the 70s. Yeah. Like, who is around that would be able to fact check mm. the version that they're putting into the museum now? Yeah. Surely memory's not that good. I mean, he died, what, 50 years ago? 50-something years ago? If you were a fan, though. I'm like a massive fan, would you tra- – like if you were in Iceland, would you go, oh, fuck, you know what we've got to do today? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the itinerary of the trip list. Have breakfast here, see Northern Lights, see penis of Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. Do you reckon you get a picture? Put it up on Instagram in a carousel. Here's our experiences in Iceland. <laughs> Enjoy it, Grandma. Hope you love it. Well, there you go. That is the uh, world's weirdest news. That is it for today's podcast. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Uh, this is only our second episode. Yes. And um, obviously, we've probably got about six of our friends listening to this. No, in the dashboard or whatever they call it, right, where you get all the data oh, on, yeah, yeah. on where people are listening. Are we supposed to reveal this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> but there's someone listening in like a real random country over in Europe. Where? Whoever you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're our number one listener. Appreciate that. One I think it's Bosnia. Two. Bosnia. I think it's Bosnia. Can you imagine the poor person that came across our shitty little podcast and just went, oh, what's this? Oh, God. They probably feel sorry for us. Oh, look at these little Aussies having a crack. Having a go. But look, in all seriousness, we are grateful for you joining yes. um, and listening this way. If you've gotten to this point, <laughs> Far slow, out. slow clap for you. Very grateful. <laughs> <laughs> if you have enjoyed the podcast, if you could please share it with a friend. We are brand spanking new. We're an yeah. independent podcast. We're just kind of, you know, shooting the shit, making yeah. it happen. And we would be ever so grateful if you could give us a review on Apple Podcast or a star rating on Spotify and share it with a friend. Mm. 
See you next week. See you, legends.